Coming up on 5-Minute News. Senate rejects witnesses in Trump trial, ensuring acquittal. Britain leaves the European Union and leaps into the unknown. And US ramps up anti-coronavirus measures at the border as impact spreads. It's Saturday, February 1. I'm Anthony Davis. The US Senate narrowly rejected Democratic demands to summon witnesses for Donald Trump's impeachment trial yesterday, all but ensuring Trump's acquittal in just the third such trial to face a president in US history. But senators considered pushing off final voting on his fate to next week. The vote on allowing new witnesses was defeated 51-49 on a near-party-line vote. Republicans Susan Collins of Maine and Mitt Romney of Utah voted along with the Democrats for witnesses, but that was not enough. Despite the Democrats' singular focus on hearing new testimony, the Republican majority brushed past those demands to make this the first impeachment trial without witnesses. Even new revelations from former National Security Advisor John Bolton did not sway GOP senators who said they'd heard enough. That means the eventual outcome for Trump will be an acquittal in name only, said Representative Val Demings, a House prosecutor, during the final debate. Some called it a cover-up. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer called Friday night's results a tragedy on a very large scale. Protesters' chants reverberated against the walls of the Capitol. Lev Parnas's attorney penned a letter to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, detailing what his testimony would add to the impeachment trial. In the letter, Joseph Bondi tells McConnell that Parnas, an indicted associate of Trump's personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani, would be able to tell the Senate information that is directly relevant to the president's impeachment inquiry, specifically regarding Parnas's relationship with Trump and Giuliani, as well as his actions in Ukraine on behalf of the president as directed by Mr. Giuliani. The letter indicates that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, former Energy Secretary Rick Perry and several other officials within the Trump administration were aware of the pressure campaign in Ukraine that is at the centre of Trump's impeachment. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer invited Parnas to attend the impeachment trial earlier in the week, but because of his electronic ankle monitor, Parnas was not allowed inside the Senate chamber. With little fanfare, Britain left the European Union last night after 47 years of membership, taking a leap into the unknown in an historic blow to the bloc. Thousands of enthusiastic Brexit supporters gathered outside Britain's Parliament to welcome the moment they'd longed for since Britain's 52-48% to 48% vote in June 2016 to walk away from the club it joined in 1973. The flag-waving crowd erupted in cheers as Big Ben bonged 11 times, albeit on a recording. Parliament's real bell has been silenced for repairs. But many Britons mourned the loss of their EU identity and some marked the passing with tearful vigils. There was also sadness in Brussels as British flags were quietly removed from the bloc's many buildings. 
Whether Brexit makes Britain a proud nation that has reclaimed its sovereignty or a diminished presence in Europe and the world will be debated for years to come. While Britain's exit is an historic moment, it only marks the end of the first stage of the Brexit saga. When Britons wake up this morning, they will notice very little change. The UK and the EU have given themselves an 11-month transition period, in which the UK will continue to follow the bloc's rules to strike new agreements on trade, security and a host of other areas. EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen lamented that as the sun rises tomorrow, a new chapter for our union of 27 will start. But she warned Brexit Day would mark a major loss for the UK and said the island nation was heading for a lonelier existence. The United States ramped up its response to the coronavirus epidemic yesterday, declaring a public health emergency and saying it would halt entry to foreign nationals who had been to China within the 14-day incubation period. That measure followed on from an earlier travel advisory that warned Americans not to travel to China and angered Beijing. Originating in the Chinese city of Wuhan, the flu-like virus, first identified earlier in January, has resulted in 213 deaths in China, according to local health authorities. Wuhan and the surrounding region of Hubei are in virtual quarantine. The World Health Organization said on Thursday that the epidemic constituted a public health emergency of international concern, a designation that triggers tighter global containment measures and coordination. As of Sunday, US citizens who had been in Hubei would be subject to compulsory quarantine. Foreign nationals, aside from the immediate family of citizens and residents who had travelled in China in the last 14 days, would be denied entry. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.